0: Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we're Success in the Shy Girl.
1: We're visibility and success strategists, supporting you with the systems, strategies, and mindset shifts that will help you achieve success on your own terms. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. This is take number two me trying to do the intro here? I clearly need more coffee, uh, even though it's middle of the afternoon. Regardless, <laughs> coffee and intros and all that kind of stuff, I we want to talk today about something that I think every entrepreneur experiences at some point and. It is imposter syndrome. If you've seen the, the title, you know what we're talking about. So I don't need to drag it out and make you guess at what we're going to chat about today. But, you know, the way that we want to sort of talk about it today is we are seeing some really what we would consider high achieving entrepreneurs experience imposter syndrome in the way that it sort of manifests for them. And it, Sometimes it kind of catches us off guard a little bit, you know, people that we would consider quote unquote successful say, you know what, I, I, am just not good at it yet. We can see they've built like entire businesses of like big businesses, stuff that, you know, reaching targets that people would consider benchmarks, benchmarks of success. So that is, you know, like, you know, if you're sitting here and you're like, yep, I definitely have imposter syndrome. Well, you're not alone. I think yes. every person does
0: at some point. Well, and I think too, like even someone who is truly an expert in their field, the, the more, you know, the more, you know, you don't know, <laughs> I think is the problem. So you start to say, okay, I'm an expert in this and you you continue to learn even even though you're an expert, you will continue to learn and experience. And the more people you talk to, the more um, you know anecdotes and stories and uh, differences that you'll you'll find. And you start thinking, oh well, am I really the expert? Because you know before I thought I was an expert, and now I've learned all these things. You're still your your level of expertise keeps going up. So sometimes people will start to think, well, am I really an expert? Because you know, I'm, I'm still learning. There's like so much more to learn, but as long as you are helping people who are still waiting to get to your level of expertise, you is, if you're an expert to somebody, you're still helpful and, uh, able, able to, to bring someone, uh, along on a journey. And I think that's the key. And some, but sometimes we can forget, like, things that are so easy for us or that come naturally or that we have been doing so long that it's second nature. We start to think, well, I'm not really an expert. Everyone knows that even though you don't. So you, you start to think, Oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. More other people know more than I do. And, and we start holding ourselves back. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it, I'm sure if you've, been in the entrepreneur space for more than about 10 seconds you'll you know that imposter syndrome is really that feeling of people you know think thinking that people are going to find you out as a fraud even though you're not a fraud you know like that's sort of the, the the catch-all sort of sense of of what imposter syndrome is it's just like it's knowing and doing and and thinking that people are gonna like peel back the 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 know, the corners of your business and find out that you don't know what you're doing after all. And I think you're right. I think that comes from the fact that as you gain further expertise, because, you know, part of, part of being an entrepreneur is, is the continual growth and continual learning, right? You just get keep getting more knowledge and you get better at what you do. But once you realize that, Entrepreneurship isn't static. Expertise is not a static position, right? It's it like it's linear, it's not really even linear, like it, it runs on like a gradient, right? Um, so you start to realize there are gaps in your knowledge, which makes you think that you're not the expert, but you're a hundred percent right that if you're even one step ahead of somebody in what you do you have expertise that they do not have. Expert doesn't mean that you know everything. Expert just means that you know more than the next person or the person that you're helping or your customer or you know what insert whoever it is that you serve
0: here. <clears throat> well even if you use an example from say academia, someone who gets a PhD you you get your PhD in you know one specific area, but you don't just Leave it there, right? You don't just get your PhD when you're 29 and then just the rest of your career you do nothing. I mean, I'm sure there are people <laughs> that do that, but if you're truly interested in that topic, you're gonna keep going with that. You're gonna keep researching it and building on that and building on it and building on it. So in a you know, 25 years later, whatever your PhD was, it has now got all these extra layers on top of it and it it, you know, it's become Something bigger, and you've become more of an expert. And that that happens in your business as well. You certainly don't you certainly don't need a PhD to run a business, um, but it's the same concept where you become an expert in one thing, and then start layering and layering, and you keep learning more and doing more in that area. And or, or you know you can shift into other areas as you become an expert in one area. Often you can it leads into other areas. Um, so as you get into something new, you can be, oh, I'm not sure if I know about that as much as I knew about this other thing over there. But if you're interested in things like, just keep keep learning stuff. Um, and it, yes, I, I think that that's another reason that people maybe <clears throat> do have imposter syndrome is if we're told, you know, as you're growing up, like, oh, you need to. Uh, you know, have a degree in that, or you have to. And for certain jobs, yes, you you need you need to have yes. certain schooling to do a certain type of job. But to to run a business and be an expert in, you know, if you're coaching, if you're creating courses, if if you've got a program where you've done something and you can really help people with it, if it's not something say medical or something like that, you can really help people. And, and it's okay. You can, you almost have your own PhD in something. Like we, we know people who are such experts in certain things, in certain topics, that they could truly teach like a course at a college or school, you know, university or college level <laughs> course in it. They know so much about it. But just because it's not offered doesn't mean that that's not something that people are looking for. People sign up for online courses all the time, there is lots of stuff. That's not offered through, um, you know, a typical school thing. That people are really looking to learn, and uh, and that does not make it less valuable. I would really like to to put that out there. And some some people yeah. think that like, that's another imposter syndrome thing. Well, oh well, I'm I'm just teaching this online thing. It's not really a big deal. It can, it is a big deal to some people. Someone who is looking for that to learn about what it is that you have to offer. They're just as excited about it as someone who's, you know, I guess we're thinking it because it's September, people have started school and that sort of thing. Like it, it doesn't have to be um, like a designated program for it to add value to people.
1: Yes. I mean, that's a, it's a hundred percent true. And I, I mean, I, I want to make a, a point here that like in terms of like certifications and knowing what your limits are. And I, you know, this, this happens on the coaching industry that people overstep the the boundaries of, of what they should be doing as a coach. Right. And maybe we can bring that out into another podcast somewhere, but um, you know, like there are, there are limitations around coaching practice, right. And people, you know, trying to Become therapists when they're not trained to do that, right? Or trying to, to provide trauma informed coaching when even though it's, it's very important that you're you have good um, training and that kind of stuff before you even try and do that. So you know that 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 like oh well I can help people with this, but I you know this is this is what my boundary is, and that makes them feel like they don't have anything to offer. No, that means that you are. Doing exactly what you need to do because you know what your boundary is. You know what your limitation is in terms of what you provide. And I'm, I mean, I said coaching, but like in anything, right? Yes. If you're able to say, "I'm really good at this," but this is like this is a hard edge for me. Like I can't go beyond here. I cannot. I can help you with this, but I cannot help you with that. You need to see somebody else for that, right? Like whether whether it's like a service provider or a, a medical practitioner or somebody along those lines. Um, like, or even like inside of a business, like maybe somebody's really good at web design, but has some gaps in terms of like SEO knowledge. So you need to work with different professionals. So like being able to say that this is, this is a limitation and that makes people feel like, okay, so I'm not really good at what I do. No, you're really good at that one thing that you do. Just because you don't know how to do this other side of this process doesn't mean you're not an expert in something right? So they start to feel like imposters, but that doesn't make you an imposter. That actually makes you an ethical service um, or product provider.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I feel like I went on a bit of a tangent there, but hundred percent, you will you will feel a lot more confident when you do set those boundaries. That's such a great point. Like if you are helping people, um, you, you know, organize their house, tidy up their house, organize their house, but you realize maybe they have uh, if, if they've got some hoarder um, issues and you're not, you can say like, I'm, I can't help you with that, but he, you know, here's the name of someone that you can call. Or if you're a nutrition uh, and fitness coach and you can see that maybe they are having medical issues, you can say, okay, I can help you with this plan, but you're going to need to talk to your doctor about that. Um, just and people appreciate that. they It really niches you into your expertise area. I can help you with this. And, and and just to be able to have that confidence to say, someone else, this person can help you with that. People love that. That is, that is honesty, that's transparency, and people will respect that. Absolutely respect that. And you've set your boundaries, so you're not feeling like you're going to have to be expected to provide information that isn't your area of expertise and that's where you can start that's you know you don't want that confidence to start eroding so absolutely that's such a good point um Jan that the the putting in the boundaries and making your offers super clear of what you will do and what you can't do Um, just putting it right out on the table there takes away that stress right away
1: yeah, because then then you're not feeling pressure to be like, okay, but I didn't I don't really know that, but maybe I can try and help them a little bit. That's going to give people a terrible experience.
0: Right? right. Stick, stick it's to, better what to know at. to a client that you know you can't help. Um, you, you know yeah. saying like I'm I'm a fitness co- trainer, I can help you with this. If, you know, saying no to someone with an eating disorder is, is ethical and people will, they they will respect you for that. And then you're not putting yourself in a situation to start, you you know, feeling, um, super uncomfortable. So I I think, yeah, like just putting it right out there, being super clear on what you do and do not do can really, um, it it can take away some of that imposter syndrome for sure. the expectations. I think that that's what it is too, is that when other people expect us to be able to do certain things that we maybe didn't promise, if we say, Oh, 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 okay. They wanted me to do that too. I guess I'll do it. And that you start feeling like, "Eh." so yeah, super clear on what you, you, um, how far you will go, where your boundaries are, uh, is an excellent way to, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So before we uh, were recording, we were chatting about, you know, like, so what is, you know, if everybody experiences imposter syndrome, like, how do we? What's the antidote? And we're conditioned to think that success will cure imposter systems, imposter syndrome. Mm. It will not. Right. Mm. Action. It's actually action that will help to reduce imposter syndrome, which feels really scary when you're in a when you're already in a place of like, I don't know, I don't know if people are gonna resonate with this, like I feel a little bit like a fraud. The antidote is actually action. It's not waiting for a next level of success to be like, okay, well, once I X, Y, Z, then A, B, C right? Like you even said, like, it's like that when then scenario, that's not going to help your imposter syndrome by any means.
0: Well, and everyone's because I mean, we're always telling you to define success on your own terms, figure out what success means to you. And when you are looking around in, in, especially in social media space, like Okay, well, these people seem successful, but that's to you—you know—they seem successful to you. Do they seem successful to them, selves? Right. Everyone has it has these different goals, but you're you're absolutely right. If you're doing the thing, if you're running your business, you're doing the thing. That is success. You're you're doing it. Um, and yeah, waiting till you you know hit a certain income goal isn't necessarily going to make you feel like you're doing it or waiting until, you know, certain people recognize you and say, oh, good job. Like if you're honestly, if you're waiting for some sort of external validation, you're never going to feel like you've done it. Right. Because people aren't, everyone's wrapped up in their own life. They, they, they aren't, uh, catering to your, self-confidence right so if you're waiting for someone so-and-so to say oh hey you really know what you're doing good job that can feel good like absolutely be be um open to compliments like it's it's good to receive but uh, at the same time if if you're waiting for your own personal sense of self-worth to come from that you know uh it's it's going to be a long wait because it'll never be enough right yeah It's it's not even, it's not even just self-worth. It's that, that
1: identity and that belief in your own abilities. Right. Right. Which, I mean, they certainly, there's some overlap and they kind of tie together, but it's, I mean, like if we're like tackling imposter syndrome, like, you know, we have entrepreneurs out here making millions and millions of dollars a year who still feel like people are going to find them out,
0: you know? Or it's, it's or won't really. take them seriously. Like, oh, yes. they they won't take me seriously if I, if I see. And there's there's both sides of that, isn't there? There's oh well, they're making millions, so you know they can say whatever. It doesn't really matter. They don't understand me. You know, there's that. But then there's also like, oh well, they're not making enough money, so do they know what they're doing? Right. So people are gonna judge in irrational ways on any. Sp- spectrum of of income so don't put your (laughs) don't decide that you're successful based on that or what other people think uh because that's that's you can't make everyone happy on that front either right so you just you do your thing um yeah and do it to the best of your ability right i mean so if
1: success isn't the antidote for imposter syndrome but action is take action, do the work, know what you're good at. You know, I hate this phrase, but like stay in your lane, right? Know know where you're headed and like what you're good at and what you love doing and then do that. And you do that over and over again. Like I, like as a nurse, like when I first started, of course I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like what's happening. I don't know. 20 years into my career, let me tell you, I could walk into a room and tell you if a kid is going to crash that day. Like that's nurse code for <laughs> child's not doing well. Like like it's yeah. it becomes instinct, right? I did not I do not feel like an imposter as a nurse. Like if you could throw me back at the bedside, I would not feel like an imposter. But maybe early on in my career, like when I don't have confidence in my own skills because I've taken those actions so many times, I've done those assessment so many times that it becomes second nature, right? Like it, that's just like a random example, but I mean, that's well, no, the same that, of your business.
0: That's taking action, right? That's keeping on doing the thing until, and, and not worrying about other people's opinion, right? Like, you know what you're doing. And so you just keep doing it. You keep learning, you keep moving through it and you keep getting better. You just keep getting better. So yeah. I guess our whole, we, we went on a few tangents there, but really imposter syndrome is normal, but to figure out how to walk yourself through it and keep taking the action and, and yes, keep learning new things, keep getting better at your craft. And, um, that's, that's the, uh, that's the solution to it, I guess. And it is normal. It's normal to a hundred percent, a hundred percent.
1: It's normal. Okay. uh, And if you are ready to take action, make sure you check out the 2023 Vision Success Planner link in the show notes for you to check it out. Uh, Six covers for 2023. Beautiful matching interiors. You're going to love it. You are going to love it. Get your plan on paper. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Okay. Thank you for joining the conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. As always,
0: wishing you abundance and success.